Yo, yo, ADQ, this your boy GP. Just wanted to thank you for just having us on your show, ADQ's Renaissance. Man, I appreciate you, bro. Man, you have a good one. God bless. Peace. One, two, three, four, I'm testing. to my people welcome to yet another episode of adq's renaissance i am your host with the most keeping it real from coast to coast not me in the boast a d q so yo this episode marks the beginning of season two season dos now if it seems like I'm like stepping away a little bit, slowing down a little bit and whatnot, that's exactly what's happening. Here's why. I gave y'all cookers 30 episodes, man. Alright? Y'all got a lot of content. Technically it's 31. I just happened late mislabel one, but I'm like, yo, go ahead and let it rock. 30 episodes. Lots of content. And yo, just to let y'all know, spoiler alert. We're just beginning. We're just getting started. You know what I'm saying? We're, we are just getting started. Lots and lots and lots of dope artists out there who want to share their story, who have a product to promote, who have greatness to share with the entire world. And we look forward to having them come on this here particular platform and share their greatness. So... I feel like we're off to a great start, you know, with uh, ADQ's Renaissance. I really do. I'm very happy with all of the interviews that we've had thus far. And again, we're just getting started. We're just getting started. I just want to say real quick, I'm loving this podcast. I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. I went from calling myself an actor slash rapper to an actor slash rapper slash writer to an actor slash rapper slash writer slash poet to an actor slash rapper slash writer slash poet slash teacher to an actor slash rapper slash writer slash poet slash teacher slash podcaster. And let me tell you all why. In the wake of this pandemic that is taking place, why I'm still walking around here with a big smile on my face. Let me tell you why in the wake of yet another unjust murder that took place back in February of brother uh, Ahmed uh, Ahmad uh, Iber Bayer Bayer. heck I don't know how to pronounce brother's last name but we all know who he is I still walk around here with joy in my spirit let me tell you all why in spite of the death of my dear uncle Jerry whom I am going to miss when I'm missing when I go to Shelby I still walk around here with joy in my spirit because at the end of the day at the beginning of the day at the end of the day God is in charge of this all of all this propaganda dope rapper dope if you do not know who propaganda is you need to y'all think Lecrae is dope Look into propaganda, and everybody else was part of Humble Beast. Propaganda said something really dope. 
I'm not the artist, I'm the canvas. You know what I'm saying? In other words, God is the artist. I'm the canvas. I'm the paintbrush. I'm the paint. And I'm like just watching God move in my life. All of these titles that I all these titles that I have attained in these 34 years that I've been living on this earth, you know what I'm saying? Each and every one of them had their own, oh my God, I can't believe that happened story attached to them. Actor, bruh, do y'all know how shy I used to be when I was little? You mean you tell me you you mean tell me I'm supposed now I gotta stand in front of people and pretend to be another person? And I was too shy to even stand in front of people to be my actual self. Really? Rapper. Do you know how little rhythm do I that I have? I am the most rhythmless black person you will ever meet in your entire life. And yet I I'm staying on the beat. Do you all know how do y'all know how driven I was to do my first mixtape? My second mixtape and my third mixtape? That's right. I done dropped three mixtapes, bruh. Three of them things. You know what I'm saying? Back to acting. I've been in 38 plays. Still learning. Shout out to GTCC. Ready to like that, ready to like that join up and give them some of that 80 cuteness. <clears throat> Writer. Bruh. Come on. Writing ain't nothing, for, ain't nothing new for me. I've been writing since high school. You know, I, I've always wrote my own rhymes. Just naturally that rap, that writing for rapping transition into playwriting. And Lord Jesus. I want to tell y'all about how rewarding playwriting has been in a minute. Poet. I mean, that also goes along with rapping. Um, except pretty much I just slowed my, I just slowed down my uh, cadences and decided, hey, I don't need to rap. I don't need to rhyme that much. That's how I went into poetry. I headlined the poetry night. Um, what else? Teacher. Really, bruh? Well, I was able to use my performance gene and my performance gene and my love for and my love for children to go into teaching. Well, hey, during this pandemic, I'm not gonna be able to do a whole lot of teaching. So, podcaster! I get to teach I get to teach through this. And I get to teach through um Faith Wesleyan Children's Academy, which I'll be going which I'll start working at um next month, and I'm greatly looking forward to it. And I look forward to returning to my ACES uh, program. Um, I will talk about writing real quick. Yo, last night... Um, last night, my play, Battle of the Books, was read as a part of Miss Yvette Holder's uh, Sips and Scripts um, Zoom presentation, right? And, um, as I scratch my head, shout out to, shout out to Sylvia Bass who keep on hooking me up with my locks. <laughs> um, I'm, you know, how can you, how can you, um, put together your words with a response with that? You know, like. Like I go back, man. When I grew up, I was like the I had like the most so, lowest self esteem, man. I thought I was a fat, ugly, shy kid who wasn't worth anybody's time or anybody's anywhere, and I still struggle with some at 
some piece of that every now and then. So when someone takes something that I've written, knowing that I've wanted to write and act the same amount of time, I just, I just got into acting first. When someone takes my words the way John Black did, shout out to John Black, man. The way Daphne Trevathan did, shout out to that queen. The way my little cousin Amani did, shout out and love to her. It, it's just beautiful. And when you have this panel of writing, of writing critics showing you praises man showing you showing you love and i knew that they would keep it a hundred with me they weren't going to just gloss over it and be like adrian you did great good job bye nah nah when you put when you are a playwright and you put your stuff on these platforms what you do what you're doing is you are presenting your work to be critiqued or destroyed you know what i'm saying like your stuff is either great and going somewhere or it sucks and you need to just take it away <clears throat> all i kept on all i kept hearing is i like it it's real it's relatable it's real it's funny it all of that man and you know just i'm still on the high man i'm glowing not only not only because of that, but also, man, just getting to see my little my little eleven year old cousin, man, make her uh, theatrical debut. You know, just I, I want kids. I don't know if I'll ever have kids. I hope I will, but you know, Amani is my little cousin, but I love her like an uncle loves his niece. You know what I'm saying? Um. And I've watched her grow. I've watched her grow up. You know what I'm saying? I remember having to change the diaper and not having a clue what and not having a clue of what I was doing. I remember one night when I was babysitting her. I was I was holding her and she fell asleep on me. I was like, shoot, I gotta answer this phone call. And you know, just watching her, you know, grow up and follow me into theater, man, just that does something for me. I'm a very sentimental person. Please, uh, please forgive me. <clears throat> so, so with that being said, with me getting all nothing but great feedback for battle of the, for battle of the books, for the fact that I've had my Aces kids write short stories that will be featured in Battle of the Books, we're going to continue this hustle to put this on stage. Another stop we're going to make is I'm going to arrange a longer form Zoom reading featuring John Black, Daphne Trevathan, uh, Trevathan, I really hope I'm pronouncing her name right, and Amani Shanice Morris, know that name, and they will be reprising their roles as they will when we hit the stage, and very excited i'm very excited um so y'all look out for that i'll have more details for it as as we figure out dates i'm looking at either juneteenth or the 4th of july juneteenth because that's when we are all that's when we all gain knowledge that we were all free as slate oh 
we were no longer slaves. We were no longer chattel slaves. A lot of us are still mentally enslaved, and, li- and also slavery is still very much legal. It's just carried out through the 13th Amendment, but we're not going to go there today. Today's a happy day. Um, also, also I'm looking at 4th of July because um, when the Declaration of Independence was passed on July 4th, 1776, slave uh, black people were still being were still slaves. If they weren't slaves, they were free up north, or they were or they were uh, the head house Negro. But for, but the bulk of us were still slaves. And it was very much illegal for black people to know how to read or write. So, this is a play about reading. So, how apropos, right? So, those are the two days I'm looking at right now. Now, when I put all that together, my path has been painted and has been carried out by God. You know, I keep my faith in God because God hasn't never let me down, man. You know, I just been through too much, and I've been through too much. I've been through. I've been through too much in this uh, 34-year-old, uh, 34-year journey to not trust in God. You know, but all things that I name: pandemic, death of brother while he running, minding his own business, um, my uncle Jerry. Join the ancestors, all that. That brings anxiety. You know what I'm saying? But the Bible, but the Bible uh, speaks in anxiety. Speaks of anxiety as it's more of a separation. A separation, kind of like a, kind of like a detachment. A detach, a detachment from God. You know, we all get, we all get anxious about certain situations and whatnot, we all start to worry a little bit, but when, you know, when we keep our mind, keep our faith and hope in God, you know, just put it all in God's, in God's hands and stuff, we know that eventually everything will work out as he has planned it to be in his will, like, now I'm about to go to the word. Like, yo, it says in Proverbs chapter 12, verse 25, anxiety wears down the heart, but kind word cheers it up. You know, last year when I, last year when I was homeless, I was very anxious. You know what I'm saying? Very anxious. Praise God, I had, I had beds to sleep in. I did. But man, like, when is this person going to get tired of me? When am I going to be able to break back out on my own? Um, when am I going to? When am I going to? Um, when am I going to do better in life? You know, it's just you know, you're looking at God. You want things to go this way, but things are going this way, and that and that breaks your spirit. Thus, bringing about anxiety. But you know, when you like put your Put your full trust in God and do what you have to do to make it happen. All things work out as they're supposed to. Like, I believe in the laws of attraction. 
I believe that the 48 Laws of Power kind of like goes along with it. Law 34 says, the way you carry yourself will often determine how you are treated. In the long run, appearing vulgar or common will make people disrespect you. For a king respects himself and inspires the same sentiment in others. By acting regularly, regally, and confident of your powers, you make yourself seem destined to wear a crown. Well, you already got a crown because I think it's First Peter two and nine says you are a royal priesthood. And if you are of a, and if you are African descent, well, daggone, you got your crown right there. Your melanin is your crown. <clears throat> so. Last year, right? Check this out. Last year, right? While being homeless, I acted in dope plays. Directed three plays. Um, um, what else? I was a I was a camp counselor over at uh, Calvary Kids Academy and over uh, at Camp Elevate. Um, trip that I took to Tennessee with um, with Mercy Hill Church. My point is, while I was homeless and stuff, I still kept myself groomed, still still walked in royalty that I know that I am, still walked as the African king, the African god that I know that I am. If I had not walked like that, if I would have walked around with my head down saying, I'm homeless, everything sucks, don't nobody want to be around that. Don't nobody want to be around that. Don't nobody want to be around negative spirit. If you carry yourself high, then I know that you got, then I know that you expect high treatment in the form of respect. I give you my respect. But if you walk around here low, asking for, uh, asking for handouts, asking for people to feel sorry for you, I'm sorry, but you ain't, I ain't going to give you my respect. I give you my praise, but you won't give my respect. Another dope scripture, right? I'm gonna read this whole. I'm gonna read the whole thing. This is from Matthew chapter six, verses twenty-five through thirty-four. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They they do not sow or reap or store away in barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? What can we add to our lives by worrying about this pandemic? You know what I'm saying? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that even that, that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the fields, which is here today and tomorrow and is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you a little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink? What shall we wear? For the pagans, pause, I I have nothing but respect and love for my brothers and sisters who are pagans. For what does pagan mean but to believe another religion? You know, a Muslim to me is a pagan, or I am a pagan to a Muslim. Anyway, allow me to continue. Run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, 
and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has troubles of its own. Let's not worry about Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's not worry about Wednesday. I mean, Tuesday. No, 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 no. I was right. Let's not worry about Wednesday. Let's take care of Tuesday, okay? Let's get through. Let's get through Tuesday. Um, let's get through Tuesday, not worrying, carrying ourselves as the kings, the queens that we all are. Because we live in a society where everything has to go a certain way. Like it says in the 50th law, I love this stuff. This is how you must operate. You actively... You actively work to overcome this fixed nature, deliberately trying a different approach and style than your usual one to get a sense of different possibility. All the things that I pointed out that I do earlier, they came at different points in my life and caused me to stretch myself a different way. And I like the thing that they all worked out into in my favor. So, sometimes we just got to challenge ourselves. Challenge yourself to trust God so much that not one worrying thought come to your mind. And if it does come to your mind, take that negative, replace it with three positives. My Uncle Jerry died, man. I'm, I'm going to miss seeing him. When I uh, go to Shelby, um, he's not suffering no more. He was on dialysis. Among the things that took him out was a blood clot, um, heart, a uh, kidney failure. Um, you know what I'm saying? He ain't got to pay bills no more, and his body is done. His body is done, but his spirit is still ever-present. I'm about to go. I'm about to go visit Shelby. Always great. Always great to go back to Shelby. Let's see. What is something else positive? I mean, so used to thinking negative, it's hard to come across positives. Oh, Wells. <clears throat> Last night, greatness. I'm going to be directing a play and uh, acting in a play in the uh, Gully Frame Theater uh, Players uh, Zoom Fest. So I'm looking forward to that. Battle of the Books is about to rise like the Phoenix. So replace your negative thoughts with positive thoughts. I'm breathing. I can see. I got a roof over my head. I thank God for my new place all the time. Cause man, I don't want to ever be—I don't ever want to be homeless again. So I say to you all, I say to you all, don't let anxiety, don't let worry take you out. You know what I'm saying? Because it takes your mind off of God's. It takes your mind and your spirit and your soul off of the greatness that God has in store for each and every one of us. So that being said, we got some dope interviews coming up for you all in the coming in the coming weeks. 
tomorrow we are interviewing my brother Kareem Lamar Austin man's a filmmaker man's a rapper singer he is a great artist can't wait to can't wait to chop it up with him um also in the coming days did y'all y'all like that interview we did with uh Born King right from the Soul Society about to get another soldier from the Soul Society Dominique Hand we're gonna be chopping up with him in the coming weeks, we're gonna um, we're gonna chop it up with my sister Candy Herbert. Can't wait to get can't get can't wait to get down and uh, find out what it is about her that made her the great singer that she is today, the great actress she is today, great artist that she is. June third, remember that day, June third. We are going to chop it up with our man Cameron Crowder. I love talking with that dude. He's also a believer in Christ, but he will but he calls out the corrupt. Democratic establishment all the time, thus, thus alleviating the idea that all black people are naturally Democrats. This man is no Democrat. He is a socialist, and I love it. I love talking with my fellow socialists. Hold up, I said my fellow socialists. Does that make me a socialist? I think I'm. Dem- I think I'm more of a democratic socialist, possibly. Somewhere along that, along that lines, because there's still a little conservatism in my mind. But we're not going to get too far into politics. Um, <clears throat> we got them and we got many, many more. You never know when I'm going to pop up with, with some greatness. You know what I'm saying? So y'all stay tuned. ADQ's Renaissance. We rising like the phoenix. Um, you all have a wonderful day. I will be hitting y'all up um, daily or bi-daily. Yeah, bi-daily. Um, with some word and stuff just to help you get through your day. So, everybody have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. This is ADQ's Renaissance. Peace. Hey, Adrian. It's Rachel. I was just calling to um, say that I thought your podcast is good. It's a good choice of music. It's sound quality is really awesome. Uh, just keep up the good work, and um, I'm proud of you. Congratulations, man, on your accomplishment. That's awesome. You take care, okay? And just don't hesitate to reach out if you need anything. All right, bye.